of the Major Spoilers at Zach on Film Summer Movie Special. This is a series that we'll be doing throughout the summer, looking at some of the biggest movies that are coming out where we'll sit around and discuss them. I will give you a heads up and a warning. Spoiler warnings are in effect. We are not holding back on any of the discussion. So if you haven't seen the movies that we're talking about and you don't want to be spoiled, come back in a few days after you've seen the movie and uh, then you can join in the discussion over at Majorspoilers.com. We've left the theater. We've kind of made ourselves clean, maybe had a nice smoke. Now we're trying to... Who uh, smokes? You smoke, Rob? No, but that was just an exhilarating experience. A full body, uh, feelings, vibrations through with the sound and the visuals. You kind of need that to calm down. Kind of like the ultimate experience? A little bit ultimate. (laughs) So we just finished watching Marvel's The Avengers Age of Ultron. We just walked out of the theater, came over to Steven's house. We're sitting down at a table. We have a very special guest today, never before on the Zach on Film podcast. You probably know him from their major spoilers podcast. It is Rob. Hello. Great intro, Rob. We're here. Steven is also Hi. here. He's Hello. in his house. Rodrigo is here. Hey, man. We all know them. Uh, so, let's start with this. You guys get two words. Give me two words or less to describe Age of Ultron, and then we'll really jump into it. Rodrigo, go. Nonstop punching. Great. Steven. It's okay. Right on. Rob. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got nothing. Got that's nothing. still two words. <laughs> it works. That's wrong. And what about you, Zach? Uh, holy crap! All right. So, did it meet expectations? I guess we'll just jump into there. Or who wants to run down the story? Let's do that. Uh, Steven. Uh, so, uh, if you haven't seen the movie, or if you have, you already know what's going on. But the uh, Avengers uh, grab the Loki Pokey stick. They discover that the uh, what is it? The Mind Gym is contained inside with yes. an AI. And uh, it uh, overtakes the uh, the Iron Sentinels, which is uh, Tony Stark's uh, Iron Man project, which is there to assist the Avengers when they work. And uh, Ultron is formed into an artificial intelligence, and uh, he's got a little wackadoo going on, because uh, instead of uh, keeping peace in the planet, the only way to do that is to destroy everything and see it evolve and start over fresh with only Machines. metal men in charge. Avengers smash, boom, pow. Yep. Scarlet Witch, not named. Um, uh, Quicksilver, also not named, appear in the movie. Uh, and then a couple of other surprises that I, I was really surprised about. But that's the movie in a nutshell. Yeah. Plus a lot of quick cuts and fighty, fighty, smash, smash. Yep. I uh, Go ahead. A uh, romance yeah, there's plot a, there's between... A romance. Um, not the two Avengers that I expected. Who did but, you think it was going to be? Oh, uh, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit on the weird side. It is, but also well, it depends on how much you draw from Ultimate well, Comics, I suppose. But um, yeah, between kind of a uh, love triangle there. Yeah, Black Widow and uh, the Hulk. Yeah, I was. Uh, I thought that was rather nice, though. I thought that was a really nice touch overall. I like that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It, what one of the main takeaways I had from this plot wise was I want team up two-person team-up films. I want Captain America and Thor, and I want uh, Black Widow and Hulk, and uh, whoever else. Those two... I want Hawkeye and everything. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That was just a whole lot of fun to see, especially the Black Widow-Hulk relationship thing. That was like, out of all the different branches of plot this movie had, that was certainly my favorite. You know, to be honest, the thing that surprised me the most was the, uh, and this is, was a big reveal, and I'm surprised they kept it secret, or maybe I wasn't paying attention, but the whole uh, Clint Barton has a family, and yeah. boom, there it is. And it's yeah. like, oh, well, you thought that maybe he and Black Widow had a thing going, but mm-hmm. he's saying he doesn't have a girlfriend, and of course he doesn't have a girlfriend. He's married and has got two kids with one on the way, Yeah, which was a little bit concerning for me, because when that was introduced, I thought, oh, no. He's either going to die or child endangerment mm-hmm. uh, trope uh, coming up in Thankfully, three, two, one. It's not DZ. Well, it is Joss Whedon, and yeah. he's very sensitive to some of those things. So mm-hmm. I think it worked that way. Yeah. Uh, they had they actually even misled the girlfriend thing because mm-hmm. he says, "No, I don't have a girlfriend," which is true. And then uh, when he's talking on the phone, he's like, "You're the boss," and he's like, "Who's that?" Oh, girlfriend. Yeah. 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 My only concern with that was. 
they do a couple of shot setups where it makes it seem that Hawkeye is going to flip the switch and betray the team. I was like, is they really going to do the same thing as Avengers where Hawkeye was fighting Mm -hmm. the good guys? Well, that actually is interesting because the reason, I think, why Hawkeye fights against the good guys in the first one, obviously there's an in-plot reason. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, no, mind control. But the reason for that is because it's hard to give Hawkeye something to do. Right. Mm-hmm. Because he's actually the least interesting character power-wise. And although he's got some stuff going on, he is like third in line for Jokester McJokenstein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Iron Man is the first two. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> it's very difficult to give Hawkeye something to do. Did they give him something interesting to do in this movie? Do you think do you think they that did. they they yeah. did. Do you they think that something... they said, "Oh, duh, this is why people need a reason to they need a reason for Hawkeye to be on the team." They... And so we're going to focus 30% of the movie on Hawkeye. Well, here's the thing. They gave him something interesting to do. Yeah, yeah. They gave him a reason to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that mm-hmm. Joss Whedon is finally like, "Oh, thank God, I never have to write Hawkeye in an Avengers <laughs> movie again." <laughs> um you know, go ahead, Rob. Were you going to say something? So, say Hawkeye something was kind of my favorite part of the movie. Like, I, I don't know. I, I liked him better than most of the other, like his storyline, his characterization, everything else, better than most of the other sure. characters. Mm. Just do you think that comes from a place where we've only really seen him in two movies, and we've seen everyone else in multiple films? They've got a lot of screen time. Like, yeah. just focusing on him gives him the chance to actually catch up on, or not even catch up, but, like, come close to seeing the same amount of screen time as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And drastically different than what you currently see in the comic books, too, which was interesting. Sure. Which I kind of liked. Although, did you guys get the feeling that, man, there are a lot of tie-in issues that I'm missing out in this big Marvel event? You know, Marvel does that, where they'll have a spine book, but then all of these other books tie directly into uh, the main story. And there were things that were going on that was like, have I, I haven't been watching mm-hmm. Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Has this been brought up there? But I felt they like there was mention. a side... I felt like there was a side adventure going on somewhere that was in Thor issue 422 mm-hmm. and over here. And it, it kind of, to me, made the movie kind of choppy story-wise. So, Rob, did you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I this week? fully caught up on okay. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They made... Like at the very end of this week's episode, they made references to what was going to be going on in Age of Ultron. Mm. Okay, that was it. Like they mentioned the twins. Oh, okay, uh, okay. That Strucker has the twins in Sarkovia. Interesting. Okay. All right. So that was one of my questions coming into the film and to this recording was: Do you think Age of Ultron works without having seen any of the other Marvel properties, or do you have to have seen oh. at least? It doesn't work if you haven't seen the other... I mean, if you haven't seen the first Avengers movie, this movie is not going to make a whole lot of sense. Okay. But my guess is... Especially since it's the same uh, 70% of the people who are going to go see this movie have already at least seen the Avengers. Right. And so, but do you think you need uh, Winter Soldier, Iron Man 3, Iron Man 2, Dark World Only if you want to know who the Falcon is, only if you want to know what's going on with War Machine, only if you want to know what's going on with Thor's... uh, you know, uh, uh, actually, conundrum of, of getting back to Asgard. I mean, only if you want to know those things. Iron Man 3 kind of confused me on War Machine since, you know, at the end of that, he's still Iron Patriot. Yeah, well... Yeah, that's true. Well, well, yeah, but that came out of a weird initiative right. anyway. That probably turned out to be a Hydra thing. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, unless you need to know who these ancillary characters are, mm-hmm. I think you're okay there. I was disappointed that Falcon didn't get any battle sequences at the end, and it was yeah. just War yeah. Machine popping like, up. Really thought well, he would when they showed up when the Helicarry showed up, and you hear War Machine was like, oh, "War Machine and Falcon." Are- mm-hmm. Okay, where's Falcon? No, no Falcon. Where's, did did you notice the mention of uh, uh, of uh, Sam and Steve have have cases together, kind of like the old uh, Captain America Falcon well, team ups from the comic looking, books? They're looking for Bucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the yeah. tie into Winter Soldier. Yeah, because it's weird. It is weird for them to come in and be like, because at the end of Winter Soldier, they're like, "We're gonna go look for him. You're gonna go look for him. I'm gonna go look for him with you. We are friends." And Black Widow is like, "Okay, 
you guys be careful, you guys. And Fury's like, oh, you guys be careful. And then by the beginning of this movie, they're all like back together. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, well, I guess that they're like went 10 steps and they were like, oh, this is hard. But it has, mm-hmm. it's just punch neo-Nazis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it almost felt like somewhat natural in that, what's it been, three years since the last sure. Avengers movie or however long that's mm-hmm. been. Yeah, long So time. three years of has, has elapsed in. Sure. That continuity yeah. as you well. You don't need to have seen every movie, but yeah. there are th- you, there are going to be a lot of head scratchers. Mm-hmm. I think Winter Soldier might have been necessary. That's that's when yeah. Shield goes away. Like, sure. well, sure. they destroy yeah, yeah, yeah. Shield. Yeah, that's in true. That. That's yeah. true. And it would be weird, like Falcon character. Like, who's this mm-hmm. guy that's buddy with the Avengers? Mm-hmm. Where is he coming from? Yeah. And yeah. now he's a new Avenger. Yep. Yeah, uh, and th- and that one's less like it's like okay, Cap's had an adventure. We know Cap had a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I can't imagine anybody seeing this. Without at least knowing that other movies had happened, sure. right? But sure. you know, Shield was a huge plot point in a. Like, oh yeah, and, and Shield breaking up with Hydra and all that. Yeah, after Winter Soldier. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah it'd be, I, I was comfortable with everything. Like, it'd, it'd be interesting to just do a thing. Is like, what movies do you not need to have seen in order to make sense of Age of Ultron? And I think a big it's like uh, Iron Man two probably Iron Man two you could dump in mm-hmm. just general yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first you actually three. maybe don't need to see the first Captain America because uh, yeah, Avengers kind of yeah. treads over yeah. a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And I don't. But you know, do need to see. I've seen you, Winter Soldier. Do, do you really need Thor too? No, uh, no, 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 only unless so you're wanting to know what that other Infinity Gem was. Yeah, there's yeah, a super the brief mention of the Ether, but and yeah. why Thor's back? Yeah. Oh yeah, because I guess he was gone. Yeah, they the destroyed the Rainbow Bridge. Well, that was they destroyed the Rainbow Bridge at the end of Thor. Of the first one, yeah, the yeah. First that's, that's what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we already knew Thor got back from it what, during Avengers. He mm-hmm. just leaves mm-hmm. again. Because mm-hmm. it's interesting, like, what is it about Avengers that brings people to theater? Because th- those are the movies that are making the most money out of this whole Marvel franchise. Sure. So what is it that Avengers has that these other movies don't have that people don't feel as necessary as go to? Star everybody. power. Yeah, it's but, got everybody. Well, it's yeah. your I mean, Ocean's, still it's still your ocean's, it's an ocean's Eleven. It's got every star that you want to see. It's got every character you like. You might not like Captain America. You might not mm. care for Captain America. But if you don't, you might like Iron Man. And if you don't, you might like the Hulk. And if you don't, you might like Black Widow. So mm. um, I bet you, like, a lot of the time, the number one complaint that people have about these movies, that big fans have about these movies. Mm-hmm. You know, there's plenty to complain about. <laughs> but that fans have about these movies is, my favorite character didn't get enough screen time. Mm. But your favorite character was in it. Sure. So yeah. what's what is the best part about Age of Ultron? What is the best thing it had going for it, either in production or story wise or effects or what had it go what had it going for it? Uh got nothing. <laughs> because to be honest to be honest from a story perspective, like I said, it's very choppy storytelling. Yeah. Where it's like just everything you cut, everything happens you cut so to, fast. Yeah, and there's like some I know that there's about there's got to be about 30 minutes of footage that will make the movie flow smoother but had to be cut out for time reasons. Mm-hmm. And it, the the previews hours. for this movie were relatively short so we probably got into it at about 7:10 7:15. Oh yeah. Um the movie was over 2 hours without the end credits. So I'm betting there's another 20 30 minutes of weed and stuff that we didn't get to see that would make some transitions a little bit smoother especially when um, you know, Ultron suddenly escapes. We cut to the church. We cut to them coming in, and he's already upgraded himself. And there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that just kind of was jumpy in in the storytelling, especially early on. I thought, mm-hmm. well, yeah, in. early on because the last yeah third the last of the uh, movie yeah, the, maybe yeah. the last half of the movie I would say the last hour was yeah is just action yeah, and that's mm-hmm. kind of uh, not to com- punching yeah not not to compare it to um. X-Men uh, Days of Future Past. That's kind of how X-Men Days of Future Past went. The minute that they showed up in 1972 uh, confront uh, uh, Trask and um, what's her Mystique was there and she jumped out the window. From that point on, it's all punchy, punchy, fighty, fighty and nah. let's drop let's yeah. drop a stadium on the White well, House. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I, it's a different type of storytelling. Yeah. It like I would say Days of Future Past was a lot more plot driven than this. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I mean, mean after she jumps after she escapes, like the movie slows down again. Oh, yeah, they start like so. scanning the channels it, for her. Yeah, they're looking for her, the yeah. confrontation between her and Magneto. Mm-hmm. Uh but but 
this is how the last Avengers movie goes. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a little bit of like Hawkeye's bad. Oh mm-hmm. no! Oh, an attack on the helicarrier, and then like everybody's like, we're sad. Now we're back, and then like the movie's just smash. nonstop yeah, fighting. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. Um. So what do you say to all those people that uh, say? Well, the Man of Steel killed all so so many people. They destroyed Metropolis. Well, they kind of blew up like three cities in this oh, in this but, movie. But so much yeah. care, so much care was given so to much. getting to getting civilians out. This, like, when I was watching that, I was like, "This is a retort to Man oh, of Steel." I thought that exactly. Like, they rewrote this script yep. to be like, "Oh, everyone wants all the civilians to be saved." Yeah, What's but it? all of the civilians weren't saved. No, yeah. but no, they, how many things. times did they say yes. civilians? Check the civilians. Right, check right, the civilians. Right, oh, right. look, there's one person oh, in the car. Second, right. Pietro became a good guy. His entire job was get civilians mm-hmm. out of there. Mm-hmm. The second he uh, was on the team, that was Cap's first order. They did yeah. a, a two-second shot of Iron Man scanning a building before he just drove right. Hulk down into it. Mm-hmm. Did that destruction of the building kill people? Yes, but they threw that one moment in there like, no one's in this building, we can destroy it. Yep, that's right. And yeah, it I, to me... All of the time that was spent saying civilian, 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 civilians <laughs> yeah. is like totally a shot at DC. Oh, yeah. But still. If not a clear shot, then a way to differentiate right. yourselves, mm-hmm. right? And it's like Avengers is actually not that grim, dark superhero mm-hmm. stuff. Did you think there was too much funny, funny, laugh, laugh? A little bit. Really? Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah, I, I thought it was the fun. humor was... It's good times. I, like, like the moment Ultron starts talking, I'm like, oh, that's right. This is a Joss Whedon movie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like that kind of humor thrown in by the I, villain? I just... the, he's almost, uh, you know, Peter Parker is snarky. It's like Ultron is a very well, snarky villain. he needs to be villain. Tony. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I get that. I get that he's, like, based around the Tony Stark character. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But I don't know. I just, like, there were moments when I'm like, that... I don't know, like, there's a fine line between a um, a character that is scary but funny mm-hmm. and a character that's just funny. Mm-hmm. And for me, Ultron was leaning a little too hard on that line, at least at first. Yeah, yeah. I, I never found Ultron as a threat during most of it. That, no. that might just be years of comics and cynicism. Well, it's because it's... Well, I don't know. There's some scary comics with Ultron in them. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. whole... Uh, um, What's-his-face? Bendis, when he did the... Was it Bendis that did the run on Ultron? I, I forget remember. what it was, but he can take out the Avengers. Oh, yeah. The, but the thing is, I think a big part of that was the pacing. Mm-hmm. It's like, because in this movie, you need to get the... The 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 impetus for Ultron, the creation of Ultron, the um, growth of Ultron is like by the end of the movie, Ultron as a finalized concept is barely there. It's barely been around mm-hmm. for yeah. thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and now it's scary. But seriously, we've already started punching, and we're not going to stop until the credits. Mm-hmm. So the movie's over. Like, there's no time for Ultron mm-hmm. to seem scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Did you think it was scary, Zach? You think Ultron was a scary threat? Uh, no. I mean, there was nothing. I mean, it was kind of just like the first Avengers movie, where it was just a lot of little things attacking everyone, so they can all do sweet combos with shields and hammers and lasers mm-hmm. and beams and things, mm-hmm. which is what Ultron basically was. It was one thing that just controlled or could flip flop his mind into other machines. Yeah. So it wasn't a big giant threat like. Hopefully Thanos will mm-hmm. be in the next ten years when we finally get to that. No, that's not ten. I mean, that's only a couple of years. Oh, four away. years. Three you years. know, the, the movie. Yeah, did... but the, the Avengers aren't even going to deal with that. That's going to be a Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, probably. Right. Well, and plus you have you know the whole Infinity Gauntlet movie, and then you this the, what this movie spent a lot of time doing was setting up future movies. So this whole Captain yeah. America Tony Stark arguments yeah. that were going back and forth. That's everything about Civil War. So if people see the Avengers mm-hmm. and then go see Civil War, they're going to go, oh, this is just the argument that was carrying over from there yeah. and building, building, building. And then, of course, the whole uh, Infinity Gems and then Thanos' appearance at the end. That's a good point. It really seemed to me that the first Avengers movie seemed like a culmination of that first wave. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, no, we've introduced all these cool characters. Now we're going to put them in a shoebox and just shake the crap out of them and yeah. see what happens, right? Well, This so, movie felt like the launching point for the third mm, wave. Right. You're mm-hmm. exactly right. And, and that's, so, what I, that's what I got out of the whole movie was it was 
it was good and it was interesting and there was a lot of punchy punchy action and some some laughs but it it just felt like hey we're telegraphing that there right. are two more movies coming out that we've already announced and you know the dates for sure and that's what the ending upset me the most because if you knew what civil war was going into this you know captain america iron man split sides right mm-hmm. so you're you think there would be a moment in this film where they split and there kind of was when they were fighting over the vision, you thought this is the moment they're not going to get together. Yeah. They're going to be bad, bad. Like, yeah, but the like, vision brings them together and yep. they stay together. And so at the end of the movie, they're still walking off in the sunset kind of in different directions, but on the same team. Mm-hmm. So why? <laughs> it's like you would well, think they would have split them. But so many members did decide that, Hey, this is not the life I want. Tony Stark said, this is not, you know, great to have done what I've done, but Avengers isn't for me. He drives off. Right. It was like an it was like in a relationship. They both decided we're better off separate. Yeah. But they needed to literally hate each other and come to blows to set up Civil War the yeah. way I thought they were going to. And we to. may still see that. Yeah, but not in this movie. No. Yeah. No. They may be setting up Civil War so it's not actually Stark versus Oh, no. It'll Cap. Be. Like, they may actually be, be setting it up so as... Even we don't know what's going to be happening in Civil War. Which would be intense if it wasn't that, because in Civil War, I always felt there was a clear lean. It's like you've got that uh, liberty versus security Mm -hmm. argument, and everyone writing these books Mm -hmm. is leaning towards liberty. It's like, Captain America is right. Right, right, right. You guys. It's like, yeah, yeah, security. Captain America is right, you guys. Tony Stark is a jerk. So if you take Tony Stark out of the equation, I think it would be incredibly difficult to even just have that, uh, m- like, a slight patina of uh, of actually being a- an issue that you have to weigh in your mind. Like, if they have anybody else doing it, everybody's going to be like, "Oh, well, Captain America's right about this." Mm-hmm. Well, that's an it's an interesting thing to bring up of not having Tony be the focal point of Civil War. Because when you deal into the real world aspects of these actors' careers, I mean, is Robert Downey Jr. still yeah, on is. contract to yeah, finish out is. the entire thing? He is. How is many, do you know how many more? I don't know movies? how many more. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure that Mark Ruffalo has at least one more movie mm-hmm. in his contract. And that means that we're either going to see the Hulk again or he's getting a bucket of money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it was, would I really thought he had signed up for like six or seven after Avengers. Like just some ridiculous I was, amount. I thought it was at least... Well, I thought everybody it was at, at least, most three or four. Well, most people sign up for the three-picture deal, right. but you know what happened after uh, the first Iron Man movie was that they instantly grabbed Sam Jackson and said, we're signing you to the ten-picture deal plus a number of cameos. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to bet that as this franchise continued to grow, they tried to sign more and more on. Mm-hmm. Now, at one point, about six months ago, Ruffalo said, oh, you know, there's no plans for a standalone Hulk movie. Now, in the last couple of weeks, he said, well, don't rule that out yet. Mm. So who knows uh, what's going on with that? I say, wasn't one of the problems with a standalone Hulk movie Marvel not having the entirety of the distribution rights? Uh, I don't. I, th- I think that was probably part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably part of it. Or but, like CBS or NBC. And, has a... But I think somebody else was also talking. Um, I think in the article when Ruffalo was saying there won't be anything, is there was a lot of talk going, can the Hulk really sustain? another standalone film again with yeah. the track record of just the Hulk by himself and not being teamed up, which goes back to what you said, Zach, that teaming up a couple of characters and, and doing some, some, yeah. uh, they, they say the next Hulk movie stuff. is about black widow tracking down banner. Yeah. Well, everybody, everybody was like at the, uh, at the end of the first Avengers movie, everybody was like, let's do that. Let's do a mm-hmm. Tony and Bruce movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do science buddies. Yeah. Science, crazy mad scientist playboys <laughs> um and then at the end of this one i can totally see people being like let's do a hulk black widow movie mm-hmm. but i'm hoping for a hulk ant-man movie assuming that's any good. yeah man did you like the trailer for that rob for ant-man yeah, I, I yes yes the ant-man trailer was fantastic <laughs> yeah there were just some parts that i just giggled especially the, the little in part with the, the thomas the, the, the tank oh engine. gosh yeah, yeah. that's great <laughs> I, I really got a kick out of that um question What'd you guys think of how they dealt with uh, not mentioning mutants at all in this movie? Oh, I didn't. It didn't, didn't expect even them to. really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, they, my mind. well, 
with Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch both being mutants, yeah. they danced around it by saying that these are, what, the enhanced people or whatever that they were calling yeah. them? Oh, well, Which, yeah, but they've been the term, genetically enhanced. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Say the term enhanced has actually been being used in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for yeah. a little bit So, now. yeah, they're really getting uh, a, moving completely away from, from mutants. Well, I, I, they've don't never introduced they the concept. Are. But I know, but that this was the big these, thing, is how do you deal with two characters who are mutants and who one of them has shown up in an x-men movie already that as a, a mutant and that's the reason why i expect he got shot yeah 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 oh the spoiler spoilers podcast uh but they also specifically mentioned that they came to strucker mm-hmm. to become mm-hmm. enhanced they yeah. wanted to become well, they made it again soldiers. just like the let's save as many citizens as we can they they went through five minutes of Oh, no, they went to Strucker. Oh, Strucker's testing on them. You came to me to be tested upon so that you could be enhanced. So yeah. right in the beginning, the, they just had this term, enhanced people, and like mm-hmm. they've already seen a bunch. Did I miss something in Civil War where there are all these there's enhanced all people? These, there's all these uh, tie-in issues that you haven't read yet. Well, I think what they're getting at is, first off, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which I think has some yeah. Yeah. super-powered it's, people. That's kind of what it's been And I think it hints, it just hints that they've like definitely... Black Widow and Captain America have had run-ins with um, some sort of super-powered things mm-hmm. out there. I mean, if you consider, like, extremists would be, like, an example sure. of someone that's being enhanced. Sure. Yeah. So, I, I think it's just them built world-building and giving yeah. us the mm-hmm. term Saying that the, av- the Avengers, or at least individual members of the Avengers, have had other adventures mm-hmm. in between movies. Mm-hmm. Did they do away with magic, then? Uh, they seem to have. They gave her a, a, a strictly... Um, sci-fi flavored um, uh, power set, yeah, yeah, which I thought was good. It's still incredibly broad, but at least it gets capped at just anything you've ever heard a psychic yeah, yeah, do yeah, in yeah, a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was uh, one of the Olsen twins, right? Or not? No, yeah, she's, no. she's an Olsen sister, sister, right? Okay, but okay. she's yeah. not one of the okay, Olsen no? twins. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember which one, which way that all stacked up. Yeah. Um. I mean, how do you feel about the even or the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward? Did, did this like excite you more? Did it kind of level the off? Do you think they don't have anywhere to go from here? Interestingly, this movie I think accomplished exactly what they wanted to for me. Um, in that, I kind of just settled back for a two-hour-plus mm-hmm. uh, turn your mind off. Yeah, like mm-hmm. punch fest. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. It's a great launching point because I'm actually a lot more interested to see an Avengers movie that has War Machine, Falcon, uh, Scarlet Witch, and Captain America, and mm-hmm. the Black Widow as a team. Mm-hmm. And the Vision. Uh, and the Vision. Yeah. Um, especially uh, if like some other kind of side guys get added. By the time the next Avenger movie comes out, we might have a Power Man and Iron Fist that can make it up to the majors. Well, we know that Daredevil is expected to appear in an upcoming movie. Nice. And with Civil War being the big thing, we've got distinct lines drawn with more and more characters being introduced into the franchise. Yeah. So it does make that and separation course, and delineation w- uh, much easier. And with Spider-Man yep. being added mm-hmm. in. I say, don't they also have better deals for the uh, movie, or not the movie, the TV actors, where yes. they can move up to the movies? Well, no, they don't no have it's, better, not, it's not better deals. They have it's, worse deals yes. for the actors, the actors have which worse makes deals. it easier for Marvel to right. do. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's easier, the way it's set now, it's easier for them to say, okay, all you people in the uh, Netflix series, you are all going to be in the movies at this rate. Uh, if they say... Robert Downey Jr., we need you to appear in the television series on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. They're going to have to roll up another yeah, truckload a, of money. Here's a trillion dollars. Yeah. 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 Which is interesting because just this week, then it came out that Joss Whedon wanted the Daredevil season one to be its own, to movie, be its own movie instead yeah. of a television show. Well, Joss Whedon also thought Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was a bad idea, and that's why we didn't see Coulson in this movie, too. Huh, well. Or TV show, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why Josh. I know he did the first. He did the first. I know he did the uh, first movie or the first episode. And as I think one of the executive producers on the series, but um, he was talking in one of the interviews that it's like Agents of Shield has really screwed up our our movie universe. Sure, sure. No, I can see that because it's a lot harder to write. How many seasons are they in now? This, this is, is the second, second season. season. Okay, into so the second season. Twenty-ish episodes a season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you start screwing up a universe really quick when you need to come up with 40 different things to happen, mm-hmm. as opposed to kind of one, which is what most movies do. Yeah, yeah. Is like kind of Ultron. You know Just what? throw characters at it. <laughs> there were three surprising things for me in this. 
um, just from some outside, not story related uh, stuff. Uh, it was nice to see that John Favreau is the executive producer yeah. of this because, and my guess is he did some deal with the first Iron Man movie that set him up as the executive producer going forward, just like Michael Uslan had purchased the movie rights to the Batman mm. franchise and he is the executive producer on every Batman movie, well, regardless. And, and he had every foothold to do it, first off, because of the success of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And second, because Marvel started cutting out all the first wave directors and yeah, yeah. producers, or, yeah. or some of those, or, and writers, once the movie started getting traction. So if Favreau had anything on Marvel, yeah. this may well have been a, a peace pipe, if this, you will. And it certainly gives him the chance to do his projects that he wants to do sure and the money keeps rolling in for him and he doesn't really have to do anything which i thought was was nice the other thing was seeing alan Silvestri and danny elfman doing the music in this yeah. in this piece mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a really surprise i mean and it didn't sound like danny elfman music in a lot of spots no. which i i thought was also kind of neat um i didn't I, I was a big fan of linda cardellini from the Freaks and Geeks uh, TV show. Right. Didn't recognize her as... Really? I looked at it, I was like, who's this woman? I should know her, but I don't yeah. know her. Yep. Totally radically changed as she's... She's oh, aged is that a little bit. Hawkeye's... Hawkeye's wife. wife. Yep. Or, you know, you, th- might have, you might have recognized her from that, those seasons of ER that no one saw. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that would have probably been the seasons my parents started watching. Yep. What else you got, Zach? Um... Did, did how did you feel about the Russian accents? I thought they were kind of distracting for most part of this movie. Um, it was an interesting I felt choice. Like Scarlet Witches was over the top, but maybe that's because she talked more. Because I did, wasn't thinking about Quicksilver's, and then he talked to the end. I'm like, oh no, his was just oh, as kind of Quicksilver's over kind the top. of came and went throughout yeah. the film. I, I think she had the accent, like she was better at the accent and that she could she, keep it going she committed to it like she committed whereas pietro's was not always there mm-hmm. uh though speaking of accents what crap was up with friday's accent the the, the new AI. AI. The the new AI. AI. In, yeah like she had some kind of irish scottish thing it, that it, that's I, what i heard it at yeah Okay, because uh, so that kind of went away then by the end. It was real subtle. You had to really... Oh. Uh, I think it was when um, the AI was talking about the uh, vibranium... What is it? Vibranium core? Mm-hmm. Whatever it was in there. She was talking about that. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a um, not a American dialect oh, accent. You know what I liked? Um, just totally throwing... But speaking of accents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so first off, Andy Serkis... Mm-hmm. Uh, doing a south african accent yeah, yeah. but i also like <laughs> that this is another movie that we've seen just in this year that destroys uh new johannesburg yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah well i was gonna say how does this stack up against chappie as an ai movie oh much better <laughs> i was i was thinking about that because like except Hulk I was... starts tearing up and i'm like you get him chappie <laughs> <laughs> yeah except i was looking for yolandi and uh and ninja, ninja coming in and yeah. doing the yeah. rap oh teaching the hulk how to be gangsta yeah, yeah. oh that'd have been great i mean uh because again uh well, i don't i can't remember what uh the main character in chappie's name was chappie no, his 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 creator. Oh, uh, Dion. Yeah, yeah Dion. Yeah. Dion. I don't know why I couple... totally like memorize <laughs> the names amazing. of that movie. I'm usually we, so we bad at that. We spent a lot of time on that. On we did. We I did think talk, thinking about we that. We did talk a lot about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember Hugh Jackman's character's name. I don't know. Uh, Dion goes home, slams a couple Red Bulls, figures out AI. Mm-hmm. At least you know it took two of the smartest people apparently on Earth a couple a couple days to and, configure and an, AI. And an alien artifact. <laughs> yeah, it was actually the and it was actually they didn't do anything. It was the AI they that just decoded the, yeah. the life gem. Yeah, I, I th- or the mind. The, the mind gem. Mind gem. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I just really wanted there to be more lead up. Like basically, I wanted it to be that. Ever since the end of Iron Man 3, all Tony Stark has been doing is trying to create Ultron, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just what appears to be shooting a few emails back and forth between him and Banner, (laughs) trying to figure that out. Like, I wanted, like, because I think that would have given it a lot more gravitas, like, to have that, maybe the life gem is that Dr. Frankenstein moment. Well, and there was certainly a lot of heavy Frankenstein influence in this movie. Oh, there definitely was. Oh, so much. Uh, the other thing that was Thor. maybe a little bit... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. That was so great. What's that? Thor giving life to Vision. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I was giggling. Um, 
I was, you know, there was a, I was maybe a little bit confused because I thought, you know, at the end of Iron Man three, Tony makes a point of destroying all the Iron Man, uh, all the, mm-hmm. all the, uh, the suits the and everything. Suits. And then it, suddenly he has this mobilized robot <laughs> force walking around in this movie. I just, the end of Iron Man three was like super confusing to me. Yeah. Like, Iron Man three, I didn't think it was very good. It, no, it's probably the worst of the movies that they've put out. Yeah. That and Iron Man two. Um, <laughs> yes, and Iron Man 2. <laughs> if you wanted to rank them backwards, it would be 3, 2, um, gosh, Hulk's. what would be the next one? The Hulk movies, then is, probably is this movie, Worstest, worstest to, best? to Bestest. Um, Wait, are you actually putting the original Hulk, the No, Angley I'm putting Hulk? in the uh, the other or, one. Okay, because I would say if, because if, you said the Hulk movies. Yeah, yeah, So just the one. So you're not even counting the Angry Hulk. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, my favorite still of these movies, I think, is still Captain America or or the first Iron Man. Of those, mm-hmm. of those are now conflicting. Yeah. The, first, the, the first Iron the Man is great. I like I like Iron Man too. I think it's like it's a cool movie in which like a a guy who has like a third of the resources of Tony uh, Tony Stark mm-hmm. comes up and punches Tony Tony Stark in the face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I with Rodrigo on this one. Like Iron Man two never really. Like I, I never really had problems with Iron Man two, and it has the Silver Centurion armor, yeah, yeah. which you know I really like. Yeah, I think I would still have to go with either Iron Man. I really like Guardians of the Galaxy. That was just a whole lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Guardians um, is my favorite. There was a lot. Is I mean, there good? was some oh, I watched that weird so many story issues I th- I had with Guardians. Yeah, but Iron Man, Iron Man was just so like I didn't have to worry about anything else. It was just this one movie mm-hmm. yeah. that everyone just yeah, kind of Yeah, there wasn't fell in anything riding on the movie, right? Yeah. 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 I thought I thought Thor the Dark World was kind of weak. Yeah. Um still had some fun fun moments. Yeah, that I one, thought Dark I, World was better than the first Thor. Oh, so do I by think far. So? Yeah, like yeah. uh it was so weird cuz it had this <laughs> fantasy element thrown in there mm-hmm. which made yeah, it with different. the dark elves and everything. Yeah. yeah. And oh. Thor and Loki as a team is way better than that. Thor is an interesting Loki. combination. It is, and it's the next logical step. But you need that first one, right? Right. Yeah, right. To set that up, I thought I actually really like the first one because I really like the Thor in Oklahoma storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like Thor in the real world is, um, just very, and you know, it. I don't know. I really like the the idea that Thor is like. Super cool and good at stuff, and then he gets kicked in the shin, and he has to like mope for a while, and then he has to like man up and, <laughs> yeah. and go do what needs to be done. I don't know. I really liked it. I couldn't except hand- for Hawkeye. I didn't I, like him. I couldn't movie. handle the first Thor movie because it uses many Dutch angles, as J.J. Abrams used lens flares in yeah. Star Trek. Actually, we went, and I think maybe I went with Rob and Brian to to see it in IMAX. 3D, I want to say. Oh, yeah. And it was like a vomited. Oh, I I mean, it was <laughs> awful. Well, didn't, did you think that this movie was, uh, from the editing perspective, I mean, they were like doing one second shots. Oh, my God. The, the, the beginning film. of the film, you can't even really track. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were sitting. It, 10 rows back? Row ten, yeah, row four, row oh, was five. It? We were in row four. Like row um, so it was pretty close, but it was still. There was just blurs moving on that mm-hmm. screen in that oh, first battle sure. fight. First battle that was fight. Quiggles, that was Quiggles. That was Quicksilver. Yeah, yeah. The, well, I know you, Rob. When we did, when we talked about um, Winter Soldier, you didn't like some handheld shots and mm-hmm. the kind of the fighting sequences in there. How did the filmography go this for you? This one didn't bother me as much. There was I, I, there was a lot of the quick shots, but uh, I never got the shaky cam stuff. I never got any, mm-hmm. and and you know why. Because Captain America movies are movies about brawlers. Mm-hmm. Captain America movies are up close, and it's about guys like punching each other in the torso, and every once in a while doing a flip kick. Yeah, yeah. In this movie, it has to be all quote unquote steady cam, although mostly it's like CG tracking shots. Oh gosh, yeah. Like the, um, the very first shot is a huge long tracking shot, like we had in the first Avengers yeah, yeah. movie. I gotta say, I didn't care for the effects in this movie. I thought a lot of times it was like. Oh, that is a poor, cheesy green screen, or so many of the effects just fell completely. I like the Hulk. What they've done with the Hulk yeah. and his evolution, that was great. But I mean, anything involving the motorcycles, anything involving, um, uh, you know, Thor throwing people around, it was just like, wow, the, you can really see the effect work here. It's almost like the first time you watch Star Wars on VHS and you could see all the mat. Uh, outlines mm-hmm, around yeah. the TIE fighters. It felt like that, and I was just like, 
Oh, that's so you know? disappointing. It it might just be the same amount of work, the same type of stuff that we saw in the first Avengers movie, but part of the magic is gone because yeah, we've yeah. seen the Avengers before. Yeah, yeah. could be. Um, I mean, I there's definitely something to that because some of that, yes, like green CG, screen work, was yeah. that well, was crazy. Yeah, that like when when Black grade. Widow is riding the motorcycle and she's going down that alley. Uh, in Korea, yes, and it's like holy crap! That is a that's a green screen my students can do. There was there was a thing with like Thor's head, like there's mm-hmm. a brief shot of Thor's yeah. head, and I swear to you that I could see the outline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, and then like, anything, and, like and, was, and at like, the beginning of the lit. movie when they're throwing people around, it's like oh, this is just the uh, 3D Studio Max or Meyer or whatever the soft homage, um crowd simulation, soft body simulation, yeah. where you just throw the body. And you just let it bounce around and deform and do whatever. Well, I mean, there, you, you see the, this stuff on YouTube all the yeah, time. And I was just was like, a, that's YouTube quality stuff. In the long tracking shot at the beginning of the film, Thor's on top of that tower, drops down. And you can totally tell yeah. that it is a complete 3D rendition of Thor. And then there's like one movement he does. And you can see it goes to Crimson. Yeah, and then like, it goes right into, goes into the real life. And then and then the same way at the beginning with the motorcycle. It's like, doesn't look, e- with uh, Steve Rogers, none of that looks believable or realistic or anything. And that oh. really just... I, I know people are like, effects, 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 effects. Well, this was an effects-heavy movie that was short on story, and I think when the effects draw you out of the movie, the movie gets weaker in my mind. It, uh, it loses some of it loses some of its impact. There's a long, proud tradition of Marvel superhero movies, not necessarily by Marvel Studios doing that. I mean, do you guys remember the first Spider-Man? Oh, Any, yeah, yeah. Anytime mm-hmm. Peter Parker, Peter Parker is like in a hoodie, hoodie oh, yeah. and well, jeans running across in... the thing, and like anytime he jumps, he just turns into a bag of potatoes. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, I mean, it, it, today it's a lot of, of movies. Any special effects heavy movies are sure. that way. And um, it's just people either need to pull back a little bit and work within the limitations of the system as opposed to, well, let's just go crazy and let's just throw all this up there. And if it doesn't look quite right, well, then the audience is going to know it's a special effect. Well, yeah. but that's the total opposite well, of what a special effect is supposed to I be mean, there for. This, I even thought about this during the film. I was like, how big is their render farm to pull off this film? Well, you saw the they're... special effects companies that were working on it. They had oh, at yeah. least 10 different effects companies well, working look, on Look the at the turnarounds effects. for these films. They yeah. shoot them. And they're out in a year. Mm-hmm. Like, they just started uh, Silver War this mm-hmm. week. It's going to be out next year. They started mm-hmm. X-Men Apocalypse this week. It's going to be out next year. They shoot so quick. Yeah. And then they turn around and pump yeah, out these huge special effect movies. 30-day shoot, right? 30 yeah. 30 to 60, or 30 to 90-day shoot. And then they, um, then the rest of the time and is, is effects and I, work. I don't know if it's enough time. They're pumping out these movies too fast. I mean, and look at World demand. of Warcraft. Right. They, uh, Duncan Jones finished that last summer. Mm-hmm. Doesn't come out until twenty sixteen. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, they spent like a year and a half trying to do post production because mm-hmm. obviously it's going to be heavy and they have to get it right. On on the plus side, for effects houses that you know, after uh, Life of Pi, when all these uh, effects houses were closing because everybody was mm-hmm. lowballing one another. On the plus side, because the studios are so in a push to get these out fast, effects houses can start charging a little bit more. And maybe that will help them in the long run. But uh, I, I was just disappointed in the effects in this by a great deal. Yeah, I felt they were functional. I, I mean, they were there. Yeah. The only one that you guys mentioned that I actually caught was Thor landing on the tower. Mm. Like, th- this might just be you guys having a much more trained eye for it than yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, but... Like the the only one that I really caught was Thor landing on the tower, and nothing else really pulled me out effects wise. Mm-hmm. Sure. I did think like um, it was interesting that there was there were some similarities between Quicksilver's streaks and the Scarlet Witch's zaps yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the particle system yeah, yeah but i i felt that in general all of the new effects we saw were kind of uninspired yeah like you know we've seen thor's lightning repulsor beams little yeah. stingers from the black widow and stuff like that and all that stuff got its like showcase yeah. in other I movies like baton things yeah yeah it was cool um but uh, yeah i was i was actually expecting something some piece of like ooh ah uh, like CG stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. To, mm-hmm. to happen the maybe through Ultron Ultron's lips uh, actually forming the words didn't uh, impress you at all I thought I thought that was <laughs> I thought that was weird yeah. Um, yeah but it was okay I mean again because they made the character so personable right and also needed that. and also mm-hmm. trying to be as human as he possibly right, could right. with mm-hmm. the, the character flaw in there sure uh 
what else did you guys <laughs> not like? What did you not like about the movie? Um, I was I did. There's nothing specific that yeah. I don't like. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of an overall. It's not as good as any of the other films. It's just mm-hmm. Ca- mm-hmm. Like, like it just. I wasn't as excited during the movie or by the end of the film as I was during the previous yeah, yeah, Avengers, yeah. during most of the other Marvel films, all the other ones. Just... Question about that. Do you think that all of the trailers and bits and pieces that were released ruined the movie? Yeah, I, that's interesting. I want to hear your answer, and then I want to give mine. I have no idea. I The only trailer I watched for the movie was the Super Bowl trailer, and that was specifically because I was watching the Super Bowl. Okay. I, okay. Uh, any movie that I know is that I'm going to go to, I try and avoid uh, trailers mm-hmm. as much as possible. I haven't even watched the uh, Batman Superman trailer because I know I'm going to end up going to yeah, see yeah. that. Even if yeah. I hear that it's going to be the worst movie, it's a comic book movie. I'm going to end up in the theater yeah, for yeah. that. I, I did see all the trailers. But also, I'm me, and generally, it takes something <laughs> really magical for me to get exci- actually excited about. But mo- do you think that movie. the trailers ruined too much about the no, movie? No, no. Um, like, I guess it would have been cool to be surprised about Vision, but um, it would have been hard in the uh, medium that we move yeah, in yeah, yeah. for us to not have heard. Well, that like the, I said, you know, the whole like, Barton mm-hmm. family thing was just a complete yeah, surprise. I mean, to me. well, no, that that wasn't in there. So were yeah. you su- were you pleasantly surprised was, by that? I was pleasantly surprised by that, but I don't know, Zach. I felt like. If you've seen all the trailers and all the little video bits that have leaked online, you've seen 60% of the movie. Right. And I hadn't at all. Like, I think I'd watched the two main trailers, and, I mean, I didn't see anything on TV because I don't have cable, so I wasn't just getting random trailer spots thrown at me during commercial breaks. Um, And, honestly, I wasn't too excited going into the movie Mm -hmm. because... Uh, I don't know. I mean, it really ultimately was just this rehash uh, with a few different things thrown in of the first one, like large plot wise. You look at it from a thousand feet where the city's about to fall down. It's pretty much the same story structure. Yeah. And so maybe it's because I had no expectations going into this. Uh, I had no, I mean, I knew the vision was going to be in there. That's about it uh, for like big surprise wise mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. even if i didn't know the vision was gonna be in there that would have been totally over my head because i really don't even know who the vision is from the yeah, comics yeah, yeah. anyways yeah uh so maybe i just had no expectations didn't care but i enjoyed this like so much more than i did the first avengers movie mm. like i don't mm-hmm. even really care for the first avengers movie mm. really yeah. at all this one i don't know there was just, to me there was something that i think it was just personally that i walked into this movie and then I just shut off. Sure, I was like, yeah. oh, oh no, man, I'm not saying that, that I didn't enjoy crazy. the experience. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the experience. I'm just saying, having watched the uh, films, building all these Lego sets over the last couple of months that are giant scenes from the movie uh-huh. put into Lego form, it's like if you watch the trailer and you look at some of these things, oh, well, that kind of gives you a general structure of how the movie is going to, sure. to be done. So in that sense, I kind of went in kind of knowing what to expect. But I mean, I still enjoyed myself. I didn't hate the movie, right? Um, but I, I just think that I thought that there was just too much given away in the trailers. And I think that if if they had kept the campaign pulled back just a little bit, the advertising campaign, hmm. I mean, who doesn't know that there's a new Avengers movie <laughs> coming out, right? Yeah. Um, I think if they could have pulled that back and not kept releasing as many, oh, this one has five seconds of new footage and five seconds of new footage. Well, some guy went and took all that footage and put together like six minutes or more, maybe it was more, eight minutes wow. of the way he thought the movie was going to play out based on all of the uh, all the trailers. <laughs> and it's, you're right, he basically nailed it. Uh, I remember that's what ruined thing. Iron Man 3 for me is that if you watch all of the little teasers, like everything was there. I mean, mm-hmm. Pepper was in the suit. Mm-hmm. Everything was there. Mm-hmm. So that after that moment, I just like, I can't only watch like one trailer for Marvel movies and mm-hmm. I'm done. I, I think Marvel needs to take that more than even just like on the advertising campaign. Like, why do we need to know the next five years worth of movies now? Wow. That's an investor thing. Yep. Well, and that's the thing. It's well, that's, that's where, where these issues are coming from. I, we didn't, we didn't know, most uh we we 
find out about the Avengers actually happening sometime during Iron Man 2? Uh, it was kind it, of hinted at. It was kind of, I mean, kind because of hinted they came in and before. said, hey, we want to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. That was yeah. actually in the first movie. But yeah. like, we didn't know anything about that at all until the very end of the first Iron Man movie. Right, right. We, I mean, we see these... But also keep in mind... Uh, there was Marvel Studios being owned by Marvel Entertainment yeah. and Marvel Studios being owned by Disney. Yeah. And when you're a mega corporation or just really any corporation, anything that you can kind of give to the investors to build up hype and get more people investing in your company and show where the money's going to is going to attract more investors and more people going, I want to get on that Marvel bandwagon or I want to get on the, you know, whatever yeah. band, the major spoilers bandwagon. I want to invest, 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 invest and make this a... Uh, a big thing for me that's going to have some return. And, oh, by the way, I better know what you guys are doing over the next couple of years so I know my money's going to be well spent. The Infinity Wars, Civil yeah. War Part 1 and 2, Black Panther, Carol Danvers. Star Wars movies. 20 million Star Wars movies. Ah, take my money. Hey. Like, 20, 20 Star Wars movies. I'm cool with that. Not right, That's probably going to be oversaturation. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm cool with be. them saying, hey, we're going to have bucket of Star Wars movies yeah. without them saying, you know, this is going to be this, this is going to be this, this is going to be this. Well, we how, could have... when does Rogue One come out? Hmm? Next year. Next year? Okay. Yeah. Well, when did the first trailer for uh, Force Awakens yeah, come out? Yeah, it came out in November. Yeah. Like, was it November? Thanksgiving. It, a year before. So it comes out more than a year yeah, yeah. Before, before the movie comes out. And it's like, that's a huge amount of time. And mm-hmm. building that hype is going to be difficult. It is now spring of the year where that movie comes out in winter the year of our star wars yes <laughs> the year so, of force awakens which is amen it's funny that you say that because oh sorry you finished your thought ready to go uh, basically what i'm saying is somebody will be able to piece together the force awakens uh, before it comes out and we are going to see the exact yeah. not just because it comes from the same uh, parent company right but uh, because that's the current model. Mm-hmm. I mean, think now, about the any side, major we've only seen We've only seen two. But see, yeah, here's the problem, right? We've seen two. Uh, we've seen two trailers so far for Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. But we're going to know in July all the toy lines. Yep. All mm-hmm. the toy lines are going to start t- coming out. And when you start reading the set descriptions on those, you're going to go, oh, well, here's the plot point. Remember in the first Star Wars uh, episode one, not the first Star Wars movie, right. but episode one. Prequel. The uh, the CD came out, and on the back was the track list of everything. Oh, yeah. And the track hmm. list spoiled the entire movie because one of them was uh, the death of uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. Right. Yeah. And it was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? They named that? Well, that's what John Williams like, did. The pod race. And then <laughs> the pod race, yeah. uh, like... Um, Refrain yeah. Anakin's victory. <laughs> yes, the exactly. second end of his lightsaber extends. So, you know, there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a part, you know, there's this thing that it's almost it's an interesting conversation just because in if you want to follow something and you can certainly do what you guys have done and I you know applaud you for that but we can't do it really it's really hard to do it in this yeah, when you, company yeah. when you run the, when website, you run the yeah. website whose job is yeah. to spoil things well it's not to spoil things but it's to inform people of things yes. and if you get spoiled along the way then that's fine but well, you if, know, a company, is, if a company gives you power. spoilers yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not not going to put no, them on no, the website exactly and and i think that when you start following all these little branches, you find out more than maybe you want to know going in. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that that's going to ruin the experience for anybody, because certainly if you're listening to this uh, uh, podcast before you go see the movie, hey, don't stick mm-hmm. around for past the end credits because there's nothing there, right? Oh, yeah. But, I mean, there is there's so much out there that you can find out everything you want about the movie before you go see the movie. Uh, speaking of end credits, how did, what did you think of the big... Ant-Man the, reveal there is really tiny. You may no, have missed it. No, the huh. big uh, ending, big ending credits of all the graphics that have them as a god statue. Oh, as that like a Marvel, Marvel? Yeah, big yeah, Marvel, Marvel statue. Yeah. How'd that rank up in the ending of Marvel credits? Not as good as uh, some of the other ones I've seen. No. Yeah. It was still cool because I liked the, you know, from the nerd side of me, oh man, the subsurface scattering on that Marvel statue oh, it was yeah. awesome and I loved every part of that. Yeah. I liked the reference to Widow being made like Marvel, like her little nightmare thing that uh like that, that's the first connection i made like it's marble and the first connection my first thought is oh widow and her little nightmare past thing how you're going to be strong like marble oh, oh. 
That's very. Oh, smart. I was just waiting for the poses uh, to pull back even further so I could go. Oh man, that's the Disney Infinity figure poses. Well, yeah. Uh, honestly, what I think that's is that's what the Iron Man was. I mean, uh, but that's yeah. a basic pose. But yeah, coming soon. That statue for oh, three hundred dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Only thing I could think John of. John and I were talking about it on the way out of the theater. Oh, <laughs> it's like not even three hundred dollars. That is. Eight statues you can combine. Oh yeah, like you can for buy for twenty five hundred and twenty five bucks a piece, <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be an eight figure series. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah there you go, Marvel free, uh, f- free marketing. I did think it was interesting that, and I mean, I guess this is an Avengers thing that we actually got the title at the beginning of the movie, or at least oh. you know, ten minutes into the movie, yeah. mm-hmm. as opposed to what, for example, Iron Man's been doing, where it's just like you don't get it until the very end. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. of course, with Iron Man, it's just two, three, sure. Yeah. Not even those great subtitles. Uh, I don't know. I guess what, what what's your final thoughts, Rob? Let's we'll start with you. Oh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Overall, fun experience. Did it worth meet seeing. your expectations? I think so. I, I was <laughs> I, I was actively trying to hype myself up today okay. because you know it's movie premiere. I love going to the movie premiere. I love the Marvel yeah, movies. Fun. I was trying to actually actively hype myself up today, which maybe speaks to how unhyped I actually was about the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I met my expectations. I enjoyed it. Okay, about you, Rodrigo? Um, I was underwhelmed by it, but not necessarily disappointed. I think it had just had a few issues, and I think it... Actually, I think its main problem comes from the fact that for the first Avengers movie, all of the other movies had the setup for it, and for this movie, mm-hmm. it actually had to do a lot of its own setup. And it lost a lot of um, inertia in mm-hmm. that process. So, eh, you know, it was okay. Um, it's like when I sit down and watch all the Marvel movies later on with, I don't know, probably my dad and my nephews. Uh, we're not going to skip this one. Sure. Uh, Steven, two questions for you. Okay. Uh, okay. Do your final thoughts. All right. Final thoughts it. is... Um, I enjoyed this movie for what it was. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to go in and see two hours of explosions and punching and all that kind of stuff, this movie is great. I think from not our perspective, but I was really paying attention to what the audience was doing and they laughed at all of the right spots and they didn't cheer at all the right spots. I didn't think, but I did hear one person right at the end, right when they cut, when we didn't cut the last, yeah. like he does a lot of times, I heard one person say a symbol. And I was waiting for maybe a few more people to all say it in unison. But I think from a mass audience perspective, I still think this movie is going to do really, really Mm -hmm. well. And it's worth it's worth seeing. That that was my second question was, do you think it's still going to hit your two billion mark? You know, after I saw the movie, I was like, oh, man, I may have to disregard my expectations. But the movie picked up in the last couple of days, another 50 million dollars worldwide. And it's expected to make $250 million this weekend in the United States. So it's going to be a fourth of the way there. And I think in three weeks, by the time... What's the one that comes out on the... Mad Max. Uh, by the time Mad Max hits, Two it'll be million and a half. A bi- I'm sorry, Bill, billion, uh, billion and a half you think, so by you think, then. You think I, still think, its... I still think it's going to hit $2 billion before the end of the summer. So you think, it'll, you think it'll match its total Avengers mark in two weeks? I think I think it's gonna I think it's going to I think it's gonna be over a billion dollars in a couple of weeks. All right. However fast Fast and the Furious made it to a billion, this one's gonna make it just as fast, if not more. Mm. What were you gonna say something about when I was the audience reaction? Mm. Oh yeah, I think it's interesting, you know, that whole like will this play in Peoria kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Um there was like a huge laugh when they said that something was procreating faster than Catholic rabbits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, seriously? And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. is a Catholic part of yeah. the state. Like, <laughs> all the Catholics in the theater were like, ah! <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you, Zach? What are your final thoughts? Uh, my final thoughts are, I think, like you stated, I enjoyed it for what it was, mm-hmm. and I was pleasantly surprised that I enjoyed it for what it was. It's not something that I uh, you seem go to like it a lot. Thinking. You seem to like it a, a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I did. I'm talking, when we actually get in and talk about the plot, like, yeah, there are a lot of horrible things. Yeah, I walked out of the theater like, that movie just never stopped. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, that's not really the best way to do your story. But holy crap, when he hit his yeah, yeah, shield yeah. with the hammer sure. and the bolt and the thing went through his head and yeah, he was yeah. flying and crap. Oh, yeah. Lots of, lots of, I mean, when I said nonstop punching, somebody throws a punch at the beginning yeah. of the movie and it kind of doesn't stop. No. But that's what you want out of an Avengers Yeah, movie. and mm-hmm. for me, 
an action movie like this is never something I've really gravitated towards. Mm-hmm. Never do I usually go into a movie where I just want to shut off. I usually want to dig down into it and talk about it like on a, a plot level or some weird like existential level or whatever. Sure. That's how I want to talk about movies. And but I can't at all really about this. I mean, you probably could if you tried hard. And I don't want to really because if no. you start it, it just totally ruins it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like the whole, like if you sit down and start talking, thinking about like the Dr. Frankenstein oh, yeah, yeah. analog. Oh, man, yeah, there was a lot yeah. of that. Especially was, even Bride of Frankenstein when he captures was, uh, uh, Black Widow. There was a lot of that. But it's not very polished and not very well thought out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was a good, uh, you know, start to the summer hey, movie. We, you we, think? We, yes, I, I think we covered about half the movie in in the time that we've talked about. It, so, <laughs> uh, so thank you, Rob, for joining on the podcast. Thank you, Rodrigo and Stephen. But mostly, thank you to the Major Spoiler VIPs for making these special. Uh, movie episodes happen i mean uh your contribution to help us go to the theater to enjoy it all together and then come back over to steven so you are the true avengers of this podcast <laughs> what's uh, next next i think is i mean i want to do mad max no, yeah, i think we'll that's that, the next what's one next weekend i don't think there's anything i think everyone was too scared oh <laughs> it's probably something small yeah. or nothing so Why the next one is mad max it? i think mad max is in two weeks that's the 17th there's something else opening on the 17th. Yeah, there is, but who cares? It's ma- <laughs> I mean, because then after that's Tomorrowland. Oh, that's the one I want to see. That's, Ooh, definitely want to see Tomorrowland. After uh, Mad Max. Mad Max. Okay. That's at the end of the that's month. That's at the 22nd. Yeah, you were really disappointed after the Tomorrowland preview. Oh, man, because, you know, they showed been... the very first one. Yeah, and there have been. I was disappointed in all the trailers because I they're was. all yeah. trailers we've seen before. I was expecting at least something new. And that. not a single Star Wars trailer. I was so upset. (laughs) I was really hoping the final, you know, there's always like the first end credit sequence and the final. I was really hoping the final was just going to be the Star Wars trailer. (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think. uh, Oh, May 15th, Pitch Perfect 2 is also Mm. opening. Do Mm. love me some Pitch Perfect. Yeah. And then Tomorrowland. Oh, good. Uh, Do you want to go San Andreas on the 29th? Oh, that's the one that... You know, Maybe looks, I that's almost, the first trailer I've seen for that. Oh, really? Looks yeah, me too. ridiculous. Oh yeah, it, it, <laughs> un- I have. I feel bad for that movie. I, I feel bad for the people of Nepal, right? Right. But well, that's what I thought. That like, thing, oh god, that Ugh. that tragedy in Nepal killed everything for San Andreas. Yeah, you and should they've just even they've stop. even had to go back and change the way they're marketing that movie now. I'm sure after that. Well, so well that in. So, well, this is just going to get away from the Avengers. We'll That's just right. keep talking about it. Um, well, that happened, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're still showing this? There's mm-hmm. like 5,000 people dead in Nepal from this horrible earthquake, and there's aftershocks mm-hmm. still happening, and they're still gonna, not even going to push back this thing. And I was thinking, uh, after 9-11, Spider-Man took out Twin Towers. Yeah, it was like, did. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't... Well, I, w- I was thinking, would an action movie, say Independence Day 2... The next one that's coming out there, something happens in a foreign country and a landmark gets destroyed. Independence Day 2, that gets destroyed. I would hope yeah, our studio would, would take, it, take out. it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, them still pushing this earthquake movie well, makes well, me I doubt I haven't it. seen any television advertising, uh, and I haven't seen a big push in web advertising in the last mm. week and a half since the since the, the event happened, or the mm-hmm. last week since it happened. And I did read a report on Variety today that said that they had really had to rethink and retool the way they're going to market that movie before its release. Mm. But I kind of want to see it just because it's like, remember Day After Tomorrow and how god-awful that <laughs> yeah. was? Yeah. As far as, a, as far as the story-driven structure of the film goes, not the back end of this, the pot, potential pseudoscience of it, but I just want to see it for its. I want to see. I want to see a shot of a John Cusack driving his limousine through the building as it's falling apart. Well, only this time it's The Rock driving his helicopter, yeah, flying just, his helicopter through I, the building. From the trailers, that movie appears to be mostly The Rock carrying people. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's just like <laughs> it's just like The Rock is like is like okay over here in this basket it's safe from the air earthquake. The Rock he yeah. just runs over, picks up one person, runs back, puts yeah, them in yeah, the basket, yeah, yeah. runs it's, back over. It's it's all of the quicksilver sequences uh-huh. from Avengers, but in just incredibly more slow. Yeah, and beefy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it looks like Mad Max is the next one that we'll be doing, huh? Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. And then, oh man, we got Poltergeist and Tomorrowland back to back. Honest to God, do we have to do Poltergeist? <laughs> because we talked about that. I went and watched the trailer and I about peed my pants. Have I you was... ever seen the first Poltergeist no, movie? No, I hate 
horror movies. I can't handle oh, them. The first Poltergeist <laughs> movie is scary. We talked about what movies we were going to cover, and you said Poltergeist. I'm like, okay. I will. I will and say. then I went and watch the trailer, and I was yelling obscenities at the TV <laughs> while watching it. it I was will noon. say, I, it was noon. I, I actually want to see this with you now. <laughs> I was surprised when I saw the trailer because if you've seen like, oh, was it like The House on Haunted Hill? Like yeah, yeah. a lot of horror movie remakes, especially when they really rely on CG, mm-hmm. they start looking pretty crappy yeah, yeah. because they're like, they try to like show you how cool they are. Mm-hmm. But all the, the previews that I saw of Poltergeist actually look good if it if, actually looks good if we could get like 30 more gold vip members we could pay for a month of therapy for for zach after seeing this movie <laughs> here's the thing that i find interesting about horror films is that they're so emotionally manipulative like more yeah. than oh, yeah, anything yeah, yeah, yeah. else yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. so that interests me like how they're pulling that off well have you but seen... i can't get myself to watch ha- have you seen the new m night Shyamalan trailer i think you talked about it this weekend I did. on the uh, saturday roundup with um, uh, the visit to... to the parents grandparents oh my god well yeah that movie looks sim- simultaneously horrifying and just ridiculous because it's is, found it footage called? um I, it's like the visit it's the visit it yeah and is in the trailer goes from the director of The Sixth Sense and The Village. Like, wow! I, whoa, whoa! That's the second best movie he's done. Is The Village? <laughs> I think well. Incredible was in that list too. <laughs> well, what else? Yeah. Lady in the Water. I actually no, was was Avatar, 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 the last Avatar, yeah, the last Airbender. Oh God! Oh. And from that one Devil Elevator movie, which he actually didn't direct. Devil Elevator. <laughs> oh, man. Entourage Devil is coming. All right. Wrap it up, Zach. Let's okay, get out of here. Okay. That's, I think I wrapped it up about 10 minutes ago. Yes, Thanks for joining us for this Avengers Talk Down. We'll see you again next week. Not talking about a specific movie. We'll be back two weeks for Mad Max. Podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.